0: Hello and welcome back to Hex Grid Heroes, Spaceport Stories. This week, instead of uh, advancing the story, we decided to have a little chat with the two players coming to our table, Carol and DJ. Uh, You're going to find out who they are, what they do, how we know each other, and maybe a little bit more about their characters. Uh, Carol, just because I like alphabetical and I always refer to you guys as Carol and DJ, why don't you uh, start us off?
1: Uh, so hi everyone. My name is Carol. I'm a longtime gamer, occasional GM, and a commission mini painter. That's that's my basic intro. They use it <laughs> uh, on uh, Murder Hobo Wink, which is the other uh, streaming pod Twitch stream that I'm on. So
0: mm-hmm. excellent. And uh, you're, you're playing Tally,
1: I'm playing Tally. Oh, yeah, I guess I should have added that. In. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, game. I'm playing Tally. Uh,
0: she's a tiefling, soldier, bounty hunter theme. Okay. Uh, what, um, I think it's specialization, fighting style. What is uh, Tally?
1: Don't remember.
0: Oh, I only important. play,
1: I don't play. It's a, until, you know, last week was the first time I played her in quite sometime.
0: Mm-hmm. No uh,
1: worries. Okay.
0: But uh, she's a tiefling. Um, yeah vestigial wings uh yep. hooves horns yep what am i forgetting uh, purple, skin.
1: purple skin likes mm-hmm. uh likes drinking and <laughs> uh partying and bounty hunting fighting all fun things like that
0: okay um and dj why don't we get why don't we get the first introductory things out of the way
2: uh, yes hello my name is dj uh I am a gamer, um, play many video games, uh, and tabletop games, uh, have played card games in the past and board games, mostly, uh, mostly playing. Wow. Uh, long time player that, and, uh, God, I can't remember when I started playing tabletop games. Um, in reality, I think the first time was, uh, when I was about six and back in school, I had friends and we used, uh a spinner from shoots and Ladders as the dice <laughs> and uh, the Arms and Armories book that we kept on taking out from the school library every day.
0: That's awesome. So in our podcast, you're playing Lemon.
2: Yes, uh, my character is Lemon. Lemon is a Asimar uh, mystic uh, follower of Sarenrae. Uh His appearance is he's basically like blue skinned. Uh, light blue skin tint with um, golden lemonish looking hair that kind of glows slightly. Um, he pretty much looks human base, but he has a very androgynous look to him. At first glance, it's hard to tell whether he's uh, male or female. Um, he just has a kind of very gender neutral uh, build to him.
0: Did he have glowing eyes at one point or am I imagining or like, you know, solid colored eyes?
2: Um, I don't think it was defined, but we okay. can easily define that now, actually. Uh, I oh, do, do like you, the yeah. thought of like having almost like uh, white glowing eyes, something a little mm-hmm. indistinguishable. Maybe you're not, you know, you look at them kind of like at the painting and you're not sure if it's falling or not. Oh, nice. Very <laughs> Judgmental <cool>. eyes. Judgmental <laughs> eyes. So, <laughs> So,
0: very happy to have you here, but also very happy to have you join the pod. We, uh, the way we met, I mean, the way most online friendships kind of work out, uh, I have been following Carol's uh, mini account. Or, well, her account, and you know, she posts minis and stuff, and uh, mutual servers led to conversations, led to, hey, you want to run some, uh, you want to play some Starfinder one-shots cool yeah uh let's bring dj in and we've we've done a couple with these characters so um i guess i'll finish this thought and then go back so (laughs) so starfinder society you guys both of you play quite a bit um
2: oh yes i i've played much i've actually GM'd many many Mm -hmm. starfinder society uh games um more than carol definitely she's played many of my games uh um, oh, i right. actually yeah, have I... the uh I have a subscription to like the starfire society books and all the uh uh society uh games themselves mm-hmm. uh, uh, so yes it's I love it it's it's a great setting
1: no actually I have I haven't jammed at all to be <laughs> honest I don't I mean I said I gm I've gm Pathfinder one and two and d d but I have not I I don't know I I do. It's going to say, I, I definitely am the type that likes to play more than uh, GM, but a lot of that's uh, prep time.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: have a ton of time to prep things like I would like to. So, but okay. uh, but yeah, but yeah, we both have played. Yeah, we both are pretty uh, involved in um, path, uh you know, Path or Paizo organized. So both Pathfinder one and two and Starfire.
2: Gotcha. And yeah, DJ kind of got, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I've kind of taken a backseat recently. I got burned out at one of the two years ago at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Well, God, uh, what, eight games in four days? Or no, oh, man. It's locked yeah. in like two days, something like that. It was something ridiculous.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I have uh, a fair few friends. Uh, when I started playing Pathfinder TTRPGs, I, I started with uh, Pathfinder 1E organized play mm-hmm. four years ago. And two years ago the 2018 gen con i had uh all of our uh lodges venture lieutenants and captains and all the all the good uh all, all the higher ups all the gms basically flocked to indiana yes yep. yeah that was yeah. The yeah, one we're yeah. talking about yeah actually. we yeah. actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> that we was were the year yeah yep.
1: we yep. and they came year.
0: back it was as if they came back from Nam. i mean they they needed an extra week off from organized play they Mm -hmm. they were just like shaken like legit uh, one of them in particular like i don't know if i want to keep doing this i think i may just go back to being a player he was a three star Mm -hmm. force that was about where i was at it's
1: it's, if you want the hotel room it is it, it is a lot although they actually cut it back because the first year i did it it was like Oh God, it would have been two. A day. it was eight slots. it would have been mm-hmm. two a day if you could get Sunday if you could get Sunday cleanup. Yeah. But then I didn't get Sunday cleanup. so then it was three on on Thursday Dang. and that was that was too much. I was actually my voice did not hold out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really
2: sad. My, see, mine was probably even worse actually, um because I literally got stuck doing uh special. No, two Wait, specials.
1: You did the oh. quests.
2: Yeah, I did both specials, and then the rest of it was all quests. No. It was just five you. hours, twice <laughs> of quests, so ten hours a day of quests.
0: All all of that to of say, it was rough. Uh, you both have been through the ringer. Uh, you yeah. both you both come into this uh, game that we're playing with, uh, I mean, not that like I gatekeep it all, but like you come into this with uh, a huge understanding of the setting, which I appreciate yeah. as as a listener as as like someone like okay like uh uh sean is my go-to for mechanics uh tracy is and uh uh she's not in the pod anymore but she would like who i'd go to for like hey do you think i'm you know if i needed a course correct my direction because i'm still fairly new to gming but now i have you two coming in with your vast experience of the lore so uh one thing i i haven't spoken of yet but i uh, i would love it if you know don't cut me off if i get something wrong <laughs> but uh be prepared to like field questions like hey you guys what do you think about uh you know tell me you know your thoughts on you know so i'm not having to explain everything to the listeners in the party i may kind of lean on you like hey tell me about uh osharu uh stuff like that so i'm i am Thrilled on multiple levels to have you guys on board, but um, getting way ahead of myself. So, DJ kind of spoke on it <laughs> already. Carol, what was your introduction into tabletop games?
1: Oh, god, um, probably about the same point when he did. I'm 10 mm-hmm. years older than he is, so mm-hmm. I was in, oh uh, god, I was not quite in college, and my brother dragged me off to, to, dragged me willingly off to a and d game. And back then it was second ed. That was mm-hmm. like at least 30 years ago. And, but my first, I played a couple times here and there, but I knew I really, really enjoyed it. And then my first real campaign was a second ed campaign that was in, um, that uh, I played in college with, uh, with one of my college mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That was funny though, because that started out as three players and that GM. And it ended up being me and the GM. So <laughs> I, I learned, you know, how to solo play. And, and that became mm-hmm. a very RP heavy game because let's face it, bards, you're not going to go slay dragons or <laughs> things like that with just one bard in the party. So it was okay. really interesting. In the-
0: so it's been pretty consistent the entire 30 years.
1: Yeah, mostly. I yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, said everybody needs a break once in a while. Sure. So I had that. A- oh, God. I have no idea how many years it's been since I I basically (laughs) took, but even when I took that break, I still was playing like one game a week uh, that Mm -hmm. we host here at my house or where it did before COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, COVID has killed a lot of, I mean, I play plenty of games online, but it's just not the same.
0: Yeah. And I miss my
2: conventions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those, uh, did so uh, actually I'll ask that question. Did either of you participate in Paizo's convention this, this year?
2: No, although yeah, we no. know not many people that did. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It
0: was, it was popping. I was, I still have the discord server. Uh, I haven't left it because I don't like to leave discord servers, I guess, but, uh, I wasn't <laughs> there to play games so much, but I was there for panels and the, the turnout was great. Uh, the, the conversations were lively. It was, I mean, nothing can really replace in-person experiences, but uh, uh we were talking before we started recording how how much uh, I I respect, and I, I feel like we all came to the agreement, how Paizo has leaned into uh dealing with this terrible plague we're experiencing. Yeah. Oh, no, Absolutely. yeah, they've done a very good job. Oh,
1: actually, I did watch a lot of those panels and i think about it um i know he he dj didn't as much but i did i mean and Mm -hmm. i was at work i'd be listening to the panels on my computer while i was working so cool yeah no that was it was great i didn't do a lot of gaming that weekend uh in terms of you know actual playing i did a lot of that at gen con instead gotcha okay
0: so um we got your origins into it um you guys are veteran players. So <laughs> once again, I'm in a and and I have no like problem with this, but I, I like being the kind of inexperienced one. So like Tracy, Sean, even Eric at this point, he's uh he's lapped me as far as uh actual GME experience. Uh and now you guys, so I I like play and I love playing with everyone. I love teaching people the system, the setting i love guiding people but sometimes it feels cool to me to be like you know what i'm fumbling here everyone at my table could handle this just fine it feels it's like a special weird feeling i get like i'm playing with these veterans and we're just having a blast regardless of how terrible my voice is and uh (laughs) uh bread crumbing plot can be. So uh very, very again, just another layer of why I'm excited to have you all uh, on board. But now I'd like to talk about uh murder hobo inc. <laughs> you would would you? I would. All right. That what is what you how... want to
1: talk about
0: man? Uh well yeah that was so I followed you on Twitter and I'd see you like you know going live and you know I would I would check in I would watch a a a bit. I I typically when I listen to ttrpgs i prefer podcast form because i'm usually listening while i'm working and so hey. if, if my body's not <laughs> active uh i i can't like i can watch 18 hours of television in a day but for some reason when it's ttrpg my body needs to be moving so i i did catch it and uh i, I kind of interrupted your uh Little reveal there. Why don't you go ahead and tell oh, the folks? Well,
1: <laughs> you'll be able to get it on podcast because mm-hmm. we have a podcast uh, subscription on Podbean. Mm-hmm. So all those campaign episodes, uh Ritter Home Week is a multifaceted uh channel, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to just give a little rundown on Tuesday nights. We have a talk show called Between the roles where we talk about we pick like a topic for D D. Uh, subjects anything from we've created dungeons we've got right on in an hour we've uh created characters we've done pantheons we've done all sorts of gming things and player uh player mostly gming things i think <laughs> that's that's a lot of the work goes in at the gm's end but occasionally stuff that's useful for players as well uh so that's our tuesday night thing and that's everything's on at like eight o'clock at night eastern okay. um well, uh, let's see, on Thursdays, they have a camp uh, they they don't call it a campaign, but I'm calling it a campaign. There's three <laughs> regular players. they call it the urban soap opera, and it's called cacophony, and it's pretty entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. I've guessed it in that a couple times, but there's really three regular players for that. Then on Saturdays, we alternate between a main campaign, which we just wrapped up, and we will be starting a new one. I don't know if I'll be in it. He's actually got a lot of interest. And it's going to be dice rolls, believe it or not. They get determined who's in the campaign. But I'm not going, I won't be going anywhere because he says, ah, we'll, we'll find someplace to pick you. Nice. Uh, Maybe it'll be on cacophony. who knows. But every Hmm. other week, so they have a campaign on on one week and the opposite week, uh, we have uh, a one shot Mm -hmm. and all December, it's all one shot. So you want to get your well actually we are playing various things we have uh we have a 5e game this week then we have uh a 1e game that's oh. all right first edition D D. uh then following saturday then i think i think then is me i'm doing pathfinder 2 mm-hmm. and then we have blue rose which is i i have heard it i've never played it but i've heard of that system so that's I, basically the name is familiar okay uh, it's like, I think it's romantic RP or something like that. Oh,
0: I did hear about, I heard a yeah. lot about it this oh, yeah. week, about how uh, people would like to see the 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 romance, the love uh, mechanics uh, kind <laughs> of uh, be adapted into other ones. So um, that's that's awesome. Some, and now... Yeah, there's what? some interesting oh. mechanics in that one. <laughs> when so, you say interesting...
2: Yeah, are you air quoting interesting? Yeah, yeah, I oh, so. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's, a, I, I remember there's a, what there's a whole pregnancy chart thing, if I recall. Okay,
1: but there have <laughs> been those for D people have created those for D and D too. And oh, I yeah. think there was one floating around for second ed that probably came out of a dragon magazine because most of the interesting uh tables Ooh. came out of dragon magazines back in the day. One the of chart.
0: the yeah, one of the projects I do outside of this is with uh, Sean Tracy and Eric, and uh, it's called Dustress. It's Pathfinder One E homebrew magic system that uses your life essence to cast spells, and um, we were given so you, you choose uh, divine, arcane, you know the the classes, and like you got the entire spell list for those, and there was an erotic spell list that
1: um yeah bashful
0: dawn quickly skimmed past uh (laughs) so if uh if that's something the two of you would like to explore in any facet um i'm not uh i'm not a no guy but (laughs) i will definitely uh have to gauge my ability to portray it entertainingly other than uh squirming in my own seat. Like I'm supposed to make you guys squirm. Like you shouldn't well, like I mean it's fair fair play both rounds, but like we can look Um, at them.
1: (laughs) I'm not playing that character in this campaign. So I have a character named Rainy who's in the murder hope by Murder Hobo rotation. And Mm, she I don't think that's romance though. (laughs) No, no, no. Her nick no her nickname her name is uh, I'm Rainy. I will try anything once and that's okay. in all aspects, all aspects. She is a wild child, <laughs> so um, she yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe someday I'll roll her up as a starfinder character, she'll end up on here, and then she will make time it's absolutely superb. <laughs> uh, but there's Lovely. a reason for that. That's the thing, murder hoboing, they really yeah. are a bunch of murder hobos.
0: So, mm-hmm. and so you, you you don't a lot of uh, a lot of the m- not movement, but a lot of what I see in the TTRPG Twitter verse is like, you know, you don't have to be murder hobos all the time. You, yeah. your group embraces it. And uh, yeah,
1: they do. It's like, it's and it's, it's, it's not very me. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. why. And that's, I think that's why it works. I, mm-hmm. I like to think we maybe are the South park of, um TTRPGs cuz <laughs> nothing is sacred. Absolutely yeah. nothing. We will pick on anything equally. Um it's 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 kind of refreshing.
2: Mm-hmm. But and uh, did you burn down this week? Yeah. Two. Ha, I've yeah. got four. Typically oh
1: something God. typically something always something gets burned down mm-hmm. uh or the players will turn on each other. Or, or better yet, we send the uh, GM's carefully constructed plans off the rail. Uh, they tried to do that to me on Halloween. Uh, DJ <laughs> was there. He played. Uh, I we were... tend
2: to bring sanity to a game.
1: He does, Although, Which and, and I, actually... I
0: am very grateful for. So, um, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but uh, no, so no. Carol, you, you you hop in and GM occasionally. You're a sometimes player dj i've I've watched a recent one of you GMing. what what level of involvement
2: do you have with murder hobo uh mm-hmm. casual at this moment uh i yeah. think I've been on three now yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Twice as a player uh once as a gm mm-hmm. uh it it's i haven't really I'm just delving into stream mm-hmm. podcasting all that new age jazz as it were. <laughs> Uh, obviously, there's a little bit to it, and it, it is entertaining, and it's it, it's it's very, it's um, <laughs> very nice to feel uh, like your story that you create or playing in uh, has some more value to it than just something at your own house or whatnot. And <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I fully enjoy my games that I play and run, mostly run. Uh, at our place, um, I'm actually disappointed that we had to pause our home game. Uh, that I was running, it was getting really, really good.
1: It was <laughs> uh, really good. That was D&D 5e, but he also is running on Discord, right? That, uh, yeah, on our own Discord channel, he's running uh, Donna Flame, yeah. which, as you Starfighter oh. fans would know, is yep. the Adventure Path, <laughs> and he's also running a what, uh, Cthulhu Cthulhu pulp.
2: Yes, I'm Correct. actually running. Yes, night. at home Tuesday nights, I'm also running a mask of Nithro. Let's see if I can enunciate this correctly. <laughs> very, very classic game. Uh, Nathro, Tap. Yeah, n- oh
1: god, I don't, Do have, nine I don't nine n- have
2: nine tongues. Yeah, I don't have three mouths, You're nine tongues. Three miles and tongues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's a it's a classic. Niro,
1: yeah, I have
0: heard, seven, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, heard seven ways by seven people. Of how to pronounce it, I'm just like that
2: one. Yes, yeah, I've that been uh, running that that for that my one, yeah. with a uh, seventh edition Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. I'm a very much. I've played all sorts of games. In fact, I actually just got a, I just purchased a more Rifts RPG books from uh, Palladium. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow! Back nice. and everything. I am, I'm I'm mm-hmm. all over the place
0: nice no cool i like it uh so this is a homebrew podcast you're you're running dawn of flame a paizo starfinder adventure path that has uh it's not i don't say rails disparagingly i like a little bit of structure but in this it's it's whatever bullshit i'm crafting slash stealing slash plot hooks that i'm seeing in other bits of the lore um i if, if there are things you like to you know offer up as you know i'm i'm very open to uh making this a shared experience if there's anything you'd like to explore in that or introduce mechanics or otherwise i don't really want to do sanity to be
2: perfectly honest with you no no i, no, no, no. <laughs> I play in a space, call of cthulhu game. Horror is fantastic by the way <laughs> yeah
1: but uh truth be told that's actually how the best games are um are it's a best games are stories that are uh it's a collaboration between the yes. gm and the players mm-hmm. so you and, know and i said those are my favorite one, especially you know i and i like to i suppose at some point we should come up with backstories for these characters we were sort of mm-hmm.
2: we were so actually I've tossing, already within the last tossing, like yeah. right we actually yeah that's i've yep. been coming up with a couple things i already have some background stuff i got to define some parent names i'm actually i love it because um i know a lot of people love the edgelord stuff as it were but um i'm actually more in the line of you know i no, you know happy families yeah go out adventuring just develop it that way yep. uh i feel like you know it's a phase type thing generally you know you want to try different stuff and sure. hell i've had my edgy characters when i was younger so
0: yep. uh, and as you get older that, it tends to change
2: yep. All of that is a, a fantastic
0: segue into how we started playing together. Uh, like I said earlier, Carol uh, showed interest. I, I posted in one of the many servers I'm in, like, yours. hey, I want to.
1: It was yours. I oh, work we're... about, I've oh. work <laughs> been working about your server for a long time. I'm just, oh, okay. I'm not great at Discord, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I just
1: don't have a lot of time to hang out and chat. So that's, yeah, you know, totally and I cool. have like 9,000 Discord channels. I don't like yeah. to get off of them either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um, So that's how we, you know, I was saying, you know, I want some more experience playing these scenarios because that's how I got started and I wanted to get more experience in my belt. So the podcast seems a little more polished uh presented like the players can can spin a tale like no other but if i i always feel like i need to always i mean it's true and everything i need to step up and be better so my chance to do that was hey anyone want to do it you jumped on we got dj on and we played three five Starfinder uh, society scenarios with a, a rotating cast of characters um we, uh, so so let's talk a little bit about. So, Lemon and Tally have played. I know you did Save the Rotas. yeah,
1: yep, and we uh, did the moral one, which I can't <laughs> remember the name of
0: Scout, uh, uh, something delight, uh, Drown Delight, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I recently oh, played yeah, that the, one, that's
1: right, that's right. That's. I will open right. up
2: my paizo uh <laughs> window with yeah, all my- yeah, no, okay. yeah,
1: it's the te- Temple of Dr- <laughs> Temple of yes. Drown Delight. Yeah, yes. which basically, yes. if you're playing an official, you know, sanctioned play, you can unlock them more life. So you can play a wall yep. On that after. note,
2: on that note, I just want to put this out as a PSA uh, mm. because there was an incident. Uh, I don't want to go into too many details about uh, players not getting oh, yeah. that boon, and there were quite a few grumpy individuals. Uh, yes, there was. I will say this: whenever you play, whenever you run a game for Society, especially Society, as a GM. Make sure you're lenient with how you go about it. In fact, sometimes just give the players the rewards. It's it's fantastic. It, you know, you want people to have fun. Don't yep. be so stringy that they don't get the really good stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. I, I've, been a, I've been in a handful of games myself where we failed. We failed horribly. <laughs> yeah. I, there was a game where we didn't even finish the adventure because it just went so sideways uh, for us. <laughs> But still, you don't hold back the reward so much. You want people to enjoy the society play. Yep. that's and just my a... PSA out there. So, <laughs> sure. Basically,
1: they did everything that they were supposed to do to get the race unlock, and the GM wouldn't give it to them.
2: It, 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 again, it's it's one of those but, things where interpretation so yeah, is on be, how things are written. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's tried. Oh, I, I agree with him. You yeah, know, the rule of cool, and I know mm-hmm. that's a lot of GMs today. Uh, yep. The rule of cool should be number one.
0: Yep, I I gave a level two, or I gave a level three character a level seven gun because it fit thematically. <laughs> I home brewed um uh, a paladin yeah, into a sci fantasy game. I I am, I don't mind it. This isn't me complaining, but I, okay. Uh, no,
1: yeah, you gave. Yes, yeah, you you let me keep the. Uh, <laughs> you let Sally keep the. Um, the basically I call it the chainsaw, but it's the Fang Blade. Yes, the Fang blade.
0: So yeah, uh, so- which is
1: like a level seven, and I was what level three or four when I <laughs> yep. played that because that's in yep. the more. Show you had Warcraft
2: to make a paladin uh, off of a solarian and just taking the divine. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, subclass, It's pretty yep. much the same thing.
0: Uh I wish I did it that way. No, I took a soldier and just like here his spells. <laughs> so uh oh okay I, I I've I've, gotten, I've grown since it's been almost a year since I've done that. So I've grown quite regrets? a bit. And oh no, I I love what we built with Rhapsody. I love her character. Um I love that uh in one of the sessions we were talking about this uh this level 7 thing and Sean let drop in voice for everyone to hear uh in the group about how high of a level thing and i've never had an outrage or uh an outpouring of like anger but i fielded some feelings towards uh well if he got it i do so um i just like yeah you know what each of you choose a level seven weapon you guys are level four right now uh you know we'll just you know, make it, make you work for it, you know, make it thematic. That's not That's unreasonable.
2: Why... Yeah. Level yeah. seven for level yeah. four characters isn't unreasonable. Yeah. No, so, isn't.
0: so, so I mean now, uh, so Akim uh, to, to pick on him a little bit more. So Akim had this level seven item at level four. <laughs> now at level five, Eric has a level seven weapon that does a D 20 of damage.
1: Holy mackerel.
2: What and, you know? What you know? What you know? What I'm okay I'm with that a little now. bit because Jeez. you know what a D twenty is a big swing. Yes, it could be a one still. That's true. Yep, yep. So I love rule of cool
0: is like as long as you know we're like there are limits. <laughs> there there are like you know reasonable limits, and everyone, everyone, every one of us is uh experienced. Our experienced players, so we. I think we all know where to toe the line as far as asking for things. And I'm saying that with two of our other players on mute in this call. Um,
1: (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) so. They're not afraid to ask for everything, uh, aren't they? That's the sense I get is they will absolutely, they will take whatever they can get. Uh, yeah, they the don't ask
0: <laughs> often because... I don't until, ask often either. Yeah, uh, until this one, they were kind of entrenched in a jungle. So, I mean, it didn't wasn't very feasible to uh, ask for much because, like, you're picking up scraps of a, of a cult that largely uses melee weapons. I can only give you so many different melee weapons for the, uh, the party consisting of two heavily ranged fighters and one paladin who only uses a longsword. So, like... What they were <laughs> they, what they were able to ask for was greatly diminished. Now, I, I'm fielding questions from Eric every other day about uh, crafting this and that. I'm um, I, I, <laughs> So I'm having fun. I have to admit, it, all,
2: crafting is quite easy in this game.
0: It is, yeah. So all of that to say is like, we've had fun playing the society games. You got the Fang Blade. Yeah. Uh, I told you both, uh, you know, buy nice stuff. Uh, with the money I gave you when uh, for uh, starting Wealth. So I'm having a blast having you here. Is there anything from our adventures together so far that um, you're carrying over into the podcast besides the Fang Blade?
1: Uh, um, I don't think so. I think that was the only real thing I picked up. I mean, I basically, I was actually going to include that as part of the Wealth that come to think of it. I got to go back and throw another 6000 another 6,000 credits because mm-hmm. I did. I added that in. You're like, no, you shouldn't have done that.
0: Yes, yes. yes. So, so the weapons, yeah, each of you choose a level seven I bought weapon armor. Of your choice. <laughs> okay, that's <Yeah>, <laughs> fine.
1: Basically, I bought armor. I bought I upgraded armor. Nice. Soldier, frontline fighter. I just hope my dice rolls go better than they did in those other games. <laughs> nah, they were not great. <laughs> I'm like, I'm supposed it. to be the great. Dice
2: give it, the dice take it.
1: If I recall, Lemon uh, did a lot of kill stealing. I think Lemon did better fighting than I did, and I'm freaking playing a soldier.
2: And the I thing is, though, I looked, I don't Lemon is a sp- boss. Lemon is a boss. I'm sorry. I don't he see.
1: A, I don't <laughs> see a specialty. I just soldier. I mean, unless you were talking about bounty hunter, which is the. Theme. Nope, I that's don't the have no, that's
0: the no specialty. Uh, there's a technique fighting style. I think it's called. Oh. Uh, the uh, one you choose,
2: Carol.
1: I don't. I said, it's I don't not re- important ever.
2: but the I, thing no, is lemon like, uh, blitz or something i would guess
1: oh yeah i think it was like okay. or-
0: that's a very that's a very popular one so yeah in the last
1: to- i'm going to look it up
0: society scenario <laughs> we played was save the ring crotas um there was a gala event uh you guys had to fight i'm going to kind of like uh, slightly avoid spoilers for the 10 people that listen in um, <laughs> uh, lemon is a boss he did kick some ass. However, he kicks ass with a non-lethal weapon. So more than once in that scenario, I remember being like, "You brought him down to zero health points with a non or yeah with a non-lethal weapon. Uh, he's unconscious. So yes, uh, I'm very excited to see Lemon's uh, uh, prowess in in battle now. Like I- I'm curious to see like what not not change you've done, but like well you know." He's unconscious. What are the other characters going to do? What is the uh the the chaotic good DJ isn't going to outright kill, but I get weird feelings about that scrapper Patra that we have going along with us.
1: I think he's <laughs> lawful good anyways. Uh and the chaotic Yeah, he's lawful good. Oh,
0: no, yeah, I was talking yeah. about Hawkins oh, uh, yeah. chaotic good. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Oh, I know Lemons lawful good. Uh I think uh before uh and Rhapsody were the two law, are the two lawful good characters I've uh ran and uh it, it's been, it's always fun like okay you know this game uh many people ostensibly say it's about finding things killing them and taking their stuff so Diablo Yes uh, so, <laughs> Diablo 3 <Curry>, yeah <laughs> so and it's really helped me grow honestly uh as a as a storyteller being like okay here is an encounter yes you can kill but like having lawful good people who aren't just about bloodshed or like uh, out for material gain, it's it's nice. Uh, and this is disparaging to any other players, but uh, it's it's fun to have that Jiminy Cricket uh, <laughs> keeping uh, holding back the blood rage,
2: uh, bloodlust. So I mean, it's one of those things where, and I, I've evolved. Throughout my years of gaming, I've gone through, I think, like all the various gamer steps of like, you know, I'd like to play this character, you know, edgy, broody, you know, Batman style or, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot to, you know, let's let's go with something else, uh mm-hmm. you know, a little less of that way. More wizard type versus uh blade type intelligent whatnot mm-hmm. uh I've kind of realized it really comes down to. It doesn't matter what you play it's just how you really feel like portraying it and i know there's been lots of discussions on like alignment and whatnot now i i personally am for at least some form of definition to a character's viewpoint and alignment is a good guideline but yeah i would say it's always a guideline there's always extremes there's always exceptions Mm -hmm. it varies when it comes to playing lawful characters, I find uh, individuals that tend to be um, more in favor of keeping order in society and probably towing a more, um, how should I say, a forgiving form of morality. Sure. So uh, that, that,
0: I mean, you guys are uh, intentionally or not doing very good about moving the conversation into with great segues so i don't have a whole lot of i don't have a big 20 questions for you guys i kind of want to close out this little chat with um and if you have something to add at the end please feel free but kind of the last thing on my end is um you haven't met the other party yet you've you've heard you've heard tell by my um uh, and you had one uh, we were talking about the kinds of characters you play. So, listeners, uh, we had some slight technical issues. So we're going yeah. to just kind of wrap up. Uh, so Tally is in it for the adventure, the money, and uh, the excitement. So uh, what about Lemon?
2: Mm-hmm. Lemon is uh, kind of the opposite of uh, her of uh, Tally, uh, as you can probably tell. I
1: think that was uh, the that's point. One of, that was one mm-hmm. of the
2: appeals of it. Yeah, that was one of the appeals yep. of it. Um Ooh. Lemon is more into it for um, the potential of uh, spreading his divine word through uh, from his deity, uh, also saving and potentially, you know, redemptions and also making sure those that are on this adventure uh, come out uh, all right. And not uh, Mm -hmm. go on to that great drift in the sky, as it were. (laughs) Very cool.
0: Uh, and I, I guess I do have—I lied. I do have one last question before we close out. Um, and you don't have to answer it now, but if you have one at the ready, that's awesome. If this podcast were picked up to be made into a Hollywood movie, who would play your character? Uh-huh. Oh goodness Damn me! It. I don't uh, know. That—that's a—that's a, that's a uh, tough one. I'll have to research that one. No,
1: I think fig- I figured you're gonna ask us where we got the character.
0: Um, because Craig is being a bit of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to kind of curtail some of my usual questions, but uh, we can, we can pick up, we can have another conversation and we can learn more about them in the adventure as we continue. But uh, I'll just leave us at that. Next week, your homework is to find someone uh, to uh, play and, or voice. It can be different. It can be a a body playing it with a different voice, whatever you want. uh, And we will find out answers to those questions and more. Next time on HexGrid Heroes. I... <laughs>